Welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Sip. I'm your host, Sean Drinks. What's up, Ron? <laughs> How you doing, man? Good, buddy. Good, good. I, I see I see we're not alone. You've got Spider-Man there with you. Yeah, so Reese would be she was gracious enough to let me use Spider-Man. <laughs> so that's awesome. I love yeah. it. Yeah. So because it's it's been in Courtney's and mine's uh, garage, just sitting there, and I'm like, I have got to use that thing. So it's right. like per- it's perfect for the setup. So we're good it to is. go. It is. It is. I like it. So uh, I heard through a reliable source that uh, you, Crystal, and Reese are having issues with a bobcat family. Uh, that is absolutely correct. Life in the country, right? Oh yeah. So I go out there and my idea is to like scare it away. So I go out there, I've got like this really amazing pellet gun that has, you know, like the velocity of like a 22 rifle and stuff. I'm not going to shoot the thing, you know, it's not attacking anything, but I want to scare it off. I want to scare the literal piss out of it. So I go out there, I've got crystal on the phone. She's in my back pocket. And I aimed the rifle at the side of the well house right next to it. So I'm thinking if I hit the well house, it's going to make a loud bang. Cat's going to be gone. So I'm screaming at the bobcat. And I pop off around at the, uh, at the well house and it just sits there and looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> so and my, my plan didn't work so good, but, uh, all she hears is a, a, a few choice words and me shooting the well house and she thinks I'm like taking it out, you know? So <laughs> it was, it was a mess. Yeah. Now that's one thing that I don't miss about Tennessee. Cause I lived with a buddy of mine up in, uh, up, um, right outside Cleveland. So yeah. Cleveland, Tennessee. Yes, there is a Cleveland, Tennessee, everybody. Right. Um, we lived in a city called old Fort, and, it's very close to the Ocoee River. I don't know if you've ever heard of that or not, but it's yeah. where the 96 Olympics happened. Um, right. And uh, I think he was gracious enough, gracious enough to let me live with him. It was a, in a point in my life where I was trying to get myself on my feet, stuff like that. And um, I think he had like 300 acres or something, something outrageous. And, uh, you know, we'd go out there, shoot guns, whatever, have fun. And there were so many coyotes and whatever else is out there. Sasquatch, I don't know. But <laughs> I'd come outside at night, you know, no lights in the country. And I'm, I, you just hear all these crazy noises. And I'm like, I'm going back inside. I am not made for this. So. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I get it. That's that's what happens to me. I'll go out there sometimes because we, we've got ducks, four ducks, and they're out by the pond. So they're kind of out away from the house. And the ducks go to quacking like crazy. So that means something's going on. They see something, sense something, whatever. So I head out there. And of course, now they're not quacking. It's dead quiet. And you hear, that's when you hear all the crazy stuff, right? Yeah. So, yeah, it's I, I get it. Life in the country is, uh, it, it can be scary at times, but it's awesome. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Y'all have y'all have a good spot, and uh, so you're in Salina, Texas. That's right, Salina, Texas, baby. And I never heard of it until I met y'all, and I was like, Salina, okay, cool. And whenever I remember the first time we were going out there, by we I mean Courtney, my fiance, and myself, um, coming out there. I think it was like Halloween or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, said, I remember. I said, yeah, and uh, we're driving out there, and she's like, "Man, it's dark." <laughs> it may have been. It may have been when we were leaving, and mm-hmm. she was like. Be careful driving. And I'm like, this is normal. Like, it was just everyday thing in Tennessee. So right, like, right. it's no big deal because she's used to living in Dallas, all that right. stuff. But, but um, 
Yeah, so you run a podcast uh, called Salina Radio, correct? Yeah, I actually have two. So I have a real estate podcast, and that goes out across the country. That's a syndicated show. I've been doing that for quite a few years now. But what happened was I would go on there and start talking about Salina, Texas, and people didn't really relate because like if you're in Michigan or something like that, like why do you care about Salina, Texas. Yeah, for sure. So I thought, you know, I've got to do something a little more local. And that's where the Salina radio concept came from. So that's, it's very, very local, but that is, yeah, that's kind of my gig right now. Okay. I got you. So, and I know you've, how long have you been doing, uh, doing real estate? Oh my gosh. I've been doing real estate. I'm, I'm back in it now for about 10 years, but it's where I originally started. So high school, early college that was all real estate so it's kind of i've just kind of come full circle i I ventured into law enforcement and fitness for a while and then ultimately back to real estate yeah so any any big projects going on with real estate right now yeah yeah we've got um you know but the market's been crazy it's been very very different than you know what all these you know years say that it's crazy and fast paced in the summer and then it slows down in the winter months and so i've even found other things to fill in in the winter months because you know there wasn't a whole lot to do in real estate whenever you know the market slowed down like that um but lately it's changed so much that you you can't predict that anymore now real estate is just like super fast paced or as of here just a few weeks ago now we've hit a you know a big kind of big national slowdown so it's so unpredictable yeah yeah for sure uh so i know that it was very cool for halloween when we went to the square i i uh-huh. loved going down there because it just reminded me of um of uh the square back in tennessee because they had like a, a halloween block party similar to that so it right. definitely was very nostalgic for me i really enjoyed that so because it's just the small town vibes for me was uh super cool salina is definitely a lot smaller than uh, the city that I grew up in in Tennessee, but uh, it was still super cool. But, so can um, can you imagine that Salina right now it's at around twenty thousand people, but at full build out, Salina is supposed to be over three hundred and fifty thousand people. Really? So twenty thousand now, the way you've seen it, three hundred and fifty thousand. So in Collin County, think about it: McKinney, Plano, Frisco, pretty big names there. Salina yeah. will be bigger than all of those cities. Like combined? No, 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 no. Each one individually. So okay. I think like, like for example, Plano's like probably running around 290,000 people right now, and they're not going to grow a whole, whole lot more. So, you know, at 350 versus 290, you know, there's, there's a little population difference there. And Frisco, I think they're, um, they're kind of capping out at around uh, 200 or so. So. Yeah, it's going to be pretty crazy. It's going to be a very, very big city. Land-wise, there's so many square miles of undeveloped land here. So, you know, it's kind of primed for growth. We're right on the tollway, right on Preston Road. So, you know, you know what's coming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Dude, the whole DFW area is just blowing up. It is. So, yeah, the other day I was was talking to a buddy of mine that owns a, uh, he owns a liquor store here in, in Dallas. And uh, this guy walks in and somehow we get on the conversation of like, you know, where we're from. And he's like, are you from California? Asking me. And I'm like, no, he's like, good. (laughs) And I'm like, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are moving here from California, but I mean, geez, like what if like you said that, what if you said that to somebody that like actually 
gave a shit and like said something i don't know but right right (laughs) well the the funny thing is a lot of people who move here from california it's it's really funny because you know not knocking california because i love california if i could live anywhere i'd I'd go to san diego in a heartbeat but oh yeah. yeah you know it's there's so much uh taxation uh there's the the prices on almost everything the cost of living is so high the homelessness rates are like super high there there's so much regulation and like i said taxation going on a lot of people come here from california and they, and they already know that you know most texans don't want them bringing all of that with them so you know come on to texas but don't bring all that stuff with you so they're they're usually the first to say hey i'm from california but I don't want to bring California with me. And I think it's kind of funny that that's kind of like the common thing now. Yeah. Don't California, my Texas boy. That's exactly right. And they're, <laughs> they're very clear to quickly tell you that that's not their intention. So I don't know where they're, uh, you know, where that's coming from exactly. I don't know if they catch that on, on online or if people from here are telling them that, but they, uh, it's a common thing that I hear. Look, it's probably from South Park or something. I don't know. <laughs> South Park. <laughs> yeah. It's my favorite show, man. I'm, it's so crude. I just have a crude sense of humor. So, hey, you know what? South Park rocks. It's just. Uh... So, how about Family Guy? Digging the Family Guy? I really enjoyed Family Guy up until about maybe like halfway, well, a little bit before my sophomore year of college. And yeah. like, I just kind of stopped watching it for whatever reason. But mm-hmm. um, I enjoy it. If I, I, I would, I would definitely. I need to watch that again because I, I know they're <laughs> I know they're still making episodes, but I haven't taken the time to really watch any of the newer ones. So yeah, yeah, everybody kind of has their favorite episodes or their favorite thing, and then the the best part is when somebody wants to like reenact a part of either South Park or Family Guy or something like that. That's always the best thing ever to hear someone's impression of you know, oh, did you see when Stewie did this, and then they act like it, and I'm like, oh, that's. That's pretty cool. You got a good Stewie impression there, you know? All right. So here's, here's my, uh, one of my favorite episodes. I'm not going (laughs) to pretend like I can give good impressions or whatever, but so there's, uh, it's the episode where, where Peter's drinking a lot of Red Bull. We probably talked about it before, but, um, so Peter's drinking a lot of Red Bull. I think he goes to, he goes to like that game show called the price is right. If I'm not mistaken. Right. Right. And so he has that, uh, I forget what it's called, but you like, I guess it's, uh, the way they kind of figure out who's going to go first or whatever. They mm-hmm. take that like big thing that they like <laughs> will push down or whatever. Yeah, and it, yeah. it, it'll have an arrow that'll come up to a number. <laughs> and he's like all cracked out on Red Bull. And he's like, right. I want to give a shout out to someone, whoever. And, um, at one point, like the wheel thing, like goes out into the into the crowd and just like right. demolishes everybody. <laughs> and um, I guess one of those sayings that they have is like, "Alicia, or whoever is like called to come up, Alicia, come on, come down. on down, right?" And like, so Peter's like, he says something goofy. Everyone dies. He's like, "All right, everyone, come on down." He's like, <laughs> or whatever. And he, it. You, it's one of those things, everybody, that you have to watch. I am terrible at giving impressions. but No, actually, that was probably one of the best of his laugh I've ever heard. I'd like to actually have you record that, and I'd like to put that as a ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> I can that do was, that. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, I think you've got a talent, a hidden talent there. So, yeah, that was greatness. But, yeah, no, it's awesome. I And, and, and going all the way back, I mean... I liked, I mean, I hate to say this now, but I liked when the Simpsons came out 
And then I liked, you know, every, all the incarnations of the adult type cartoons that have come out since, you know, yeah. and I, I guess even a little bit of back to like Beavis and Butthead and stuff. So, oh, yes. you know, you know, yes. that's, that's just, there's, there's some gold in all of that. I, you know? I think, I think that, uh, if I'm not, I know that Mike judge just came out with a new movie for Beavis and Butthead. I think it's called Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Mm hmm. But someone, I don't know, take this with a grain of salt. I don't know if it's true, but someone had mentioned to me that they actually came out with a new season. Is that true? I'm not sure about that, but that would be very interesting if they did. Yeah. And it's funny that you bring up uh, Beavis and Butthead. I, I had um, recommended <laughs> a movie to one of my coworkers, and his wife wasn't really too happy that I recommended this movie to him. But um, yeah, it's called, it's called Idiocracy. Right. Have you seen yep. that movie? I have not, but I know of it. It is literally, if you watch it, your IQ is going to go down by like 10 points. <laughs> it is so terrible, but it's like, huh? I feel like to a degree, it's very like, um, how am I trying to exp explain this? It's very accurate uh -huh. to how certain things are in today's times. It's right. Very, yep. It's very weird. So, yep. I understand um, if, that. If... I can see Crystal tr being like, why are we watching this? So if you watch it with her, she'd probably walk out of the room. So, you know, and, right. and that is completely possible. So she, <laughs> she will not watch any of I'll take a family guy scene. I'll catch it on my phone and I'll go in there and be like, Hey, watch this. This is greatness. And she's like, <laughs> she, yeah, she's like, is that family guy? I'm like, yep. She's like, no, <laughs> she walks off literally. Yeah, Courtney's the same way. If I, if, <laughs> I'll try to like, if I'm going to watch something, she's like, all right, I'm going to put my headphones on and watch TikTok. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so. That's so awesome. That's greatness. So, so you talk about losing brain cells when you watch uh, certain shows. And for me, that's always been Napoleon Dynamite. And here's what's so funny about it. Napoleon Dynamite, first time I saw it, I was like, uh-uh horrible awful can't even understand this by in the and they say every time you watch it it gets better until finally you'll love it and yeah. finally like the 10th time i've watched it i like totally love it but i hated it at first i literally felt like i was oozing like intellect like it was just leaving my brain i was getting dumber by the minute you know yeah it that it, it is su like if you've never seen that movie it's such a weird movie to watch you're like what is the point of this movie <laughs> but yeah it's i agree with you it's um if you watch it a handful of times it's it definitely grows on you it does it does there's just the greatness of whatever that phenomenon is just it, it literally now if it comes on and it's like on regular tv i'll literally sit there and watch it now where there was a time when mm -mm, I wouldn't even, yeah, I would have left the theater probably originally. So funny how that works. Yeah, man. So the only movie that I've actually, no, I've walked out on two movies in a theater, in the theaters. Um, one, the first one was Saw 3. So like, oh, yep. it was so intense for me. I, yep. I, I, I have like a, like a weak stomach. So like whenever I saw that, I was like, ah, <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> The second one, which I hate to say this, but Anchorman 2, it was so stupid. Yeah. I had to walk. I was so disappointed because the first yeah. one was so good. But, yep. Yeah. I'm with you. I understand. And and I did that. You won't even, you weren't even alive when this probably came out, but uh, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah. Same thing for about. me. I was like, Night of the Living Dead. And, you know, pretty early in the film, I was like, nah, nah. And I literally left. And thankfully, back then, I think tickets were only like five bucks. 
you know, instead of now, what are they like 25 bucks or something? So, but yeah, yeah, just completely walked out of that movie for the exact same reason. There was uh, so Courtney and I had watched a movie last night called Fright Night. It's not not the Mm -hmm. original because I think the original came out like late 80s or something. You know what I'm talking about? Right. Yep. So there was a remake that came out in 2011 with uh, Colin Farrell mm-hmm. and McLovin was in it. I was yeah. like, what? <laughs> and he turns into a vampire. Yeah, mm-hmm. vampire. And uh, it was it's one of those movies that's like a horror, but also a comedy as well. Yeah. And it was um, it was pretty good. I was pretty surprised because Courtney normally picks the worst movies of all time <laughs> and she knows it. So last night she picked one. I was like, this is actually be good so well, that's impressive that. that's impressive yeah. so what's so what's the last movie you went and saw at the theater uh last movie was jackass forever jackass forever yeah yep can't cool. say that i saw that one <laughs> courtney was like why are we here <laughs> yeah. why are we here right now but i mean it that like so that whole genre has like such a big impact on like my childhood because like I was such an I was so into skateboarding. Right. Um, you know, Bam Margera was a big part of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, his his spinoff, or I don't I guess it was considered a spinoff yeah. of Jackass, uh, Viva La Bam. Yep. And just all the crazy antics that he did, you know, with his family and skateboarding and stuff like that. Um, so it was very cool to kind of see the next generation of the Jackass franchise come into the into the mix. So it was very cool. It was sad to see that Bam Margera wasn't really in the movie mm-hmm, mm-hmm. just because of like, you know, all the issues that they, that he had and whatever, but right. um, it was still cool to go see that. It was very nostalgic for me. Yeah, so all of that stuff inspired this whole trend now of like fail videos and all of this stuff and and I was actually interviewing someone the other day and she's like uh 20 something years old and just well 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 beyond her uh, her her age and years with knowledge and wisdom, and she's starting this uh, a bakery up here, and it's like a really trendy. So you can go in, and it, it's not just a bakery. Like you can go in there, and they've got like their section where you can get like their drinks, and they bake fresh bread every day. And they've got like a bread section, and it, it's just this whole thing, right? This whole big concept. But I'm talking to her, and I'm like, so what do you like to do in your spare time? Like what what kind of hobbies do you have? She's like, fail videos. I was like, okay. yeah, I'm like, wait, what? Fail videos? And she's like, yeah, you know, like where people get hurt, like doing stupid stuff. And I was like, okay, <laughs> all right. You're so smart. You're so brilliant. You're starting this very trendy place and you like fail videos, but yeah, it was awesome. So, but, but it did. I think that the whole jackass thing and all that really kind of made popularized all of that stuff. Now, I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I mean, uh, so I, modern day, there, so there's there's a um, a group of guys that are kind of like modern day jackass mm-hmm. called the Nelk Boys. Are you mm-hmm. familiar with who they no, are? No. So they, um, I think they started their show maybe like ten years ago on YouTube, and like within the last couple of years, they've really blown up. Right. But they're more so kind of gearing towards like focusing on their podcast and their business they have with. Uh, their hard seltzer called Happy Dad, mm. and um, they're pretty. They're pretty interesting, and they on the people they have on their podcast are like insane. Like they just had Mark Cuban on there, right. Elon Musk was on there as wow. well, which was pretty interesting. Yeah, yeah. And um, but uh, yeah, no, that whole culture is so interesting. It is, it is, and and I had no earthly idea how appealing it was. 
you know, I catch those fail videos sometimes. They come up as a suggestion, you know, on YouTube or whatever, and I'll watch them. But gosh, some of them. And what's crazy to me is like you, if you've like, I've worked in law enforcement, so you see the after effects of people's stupidity sometimes, right? And yeah. you're like, oh, I think this will be a great idea. And then something bad happens. You see the after effects. There are so many of those videos that I watch and I think, we're watching right up until that point, and we're not seeing the after effect. The after effect of that wasn't good, you know, <laughs> it was really, really bad. So it kind of makes me cringe a little bit on some of them because I'm like, oh, yeah, that guy that just rear ended that car on his motorcycle. Yeah, he didn't turn out too good. So, yeah, well, and, and that's the thing. It's like, you know, a lot of the, the whole reason they're doing that is because, like, it's polarizing marketing to a degree, and like, that's going to get views, and that's kind of like the way the world's going nowadays, which it to me is kind of, it's kind of scary because, like, you know, I've always heard, I don't know too much about it, but like, this social credit score thing is like mm -hmm. pretty, pretty scary. Yeah. Do you, do, yeah. Do you know much about that? Not a, not a whole lot. I understand it. And, but but you're right about the fact that the trending is is a little scary because so you you've got to be sensational in order to catch attention right there's got to be something like you can't be boring or average you've got to do something kind of sensationalized dangerous or you know just plain crazy or something uh graphic even and 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 each time and i say each time i mean like each generation of this stuff has to get more, has to outdo the last if that makes sense so you yes. you know what i'm saying so yep. you know maybe it was a little edgy back at you know a certain generation to uh show uh, what's a good example like uh, i dream of genie okay you know the show yep. sitcom from way back when and they wouldn't show her midsection that was considered like a bad deal or there was a show called bewitched where the husband and wife had to have two separate beds on the set in the TV show because having the idea that a husband and wife would sleep in the same bed was like, you know, no way. And of course it goes all the way up to where are we at now? You know, look at it now. Now you hop on TikTok and in about three seconds, you can learn anything and everything you want to learn about the world. Yeah. I mean, you can learn so much stuff on social media nowadays. It's insane. It is. And, and having a child makes it super, super scary. Just knowing that all of that stuff is literally right at your fingertips. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. And it's like, it, that makes me think of like, okay, so, you know, I have my laptop in front of me currently, and then I also have another camera as well, which is the one I'm looking at right now currently, if you're watching on YouTube. And um, it's like, you know, I've seen things where people can access your camera and it's like, is someone watching me right now? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's very weird. Cause like, that, that's like one thing that I think about is like, if I ever like, or am I, if I'm using my laptop, I'm in the kitchen or wherever, if I'm not like, if I'm using it and I'm done, I'm like, <laughs> I'm closing that laptop. Cause uh -huh. like in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, is somebody watching me right now? Cause we, cause we also have, we have a dog, like a, um, like a, a, I say dog camera, but we have a camera mm -hmm. in our living room to, you know, if we're not home, we can, you know, check in on the dogs, whatever. Right. If, if, if like, if we're at home chilling and I see that camera, I'm like, Courtney, I'm turning this thing around or I'm unplugging it. Like, I, it, mm -hmm. it just freaks me out. Yeah, no, because now with the way things are, it is completely possible that somebody will hack into that stuff. And then there you are making your, your, your bacon and eggs and your skivvies and getting on YouTube, right? 
Yeah, were you watching me this morning? Because I made bacon and eggs this morning. Actually, and I I like the elf on the shelf skivvies you were wearing. That was that was cute. Probably from Christmas. <laughs> yeah. That's no, funny because but... I was I was actually thinking about wearing that elf shirt that we because we all wore those elf shirts. <laughs> right, I was right. Think, I was thinking about wearing it, but I was like, eh, it's not uh, Christmas yet. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I would have felt left out because I don't even think I still have one. <laughs> Thankfully. <laughs> If, if any of the girls that made those shirts are watching, I apologize. They were really nice for Christmas, but, uh, so, so how, how, how is the podcast going, man? How is the, I mean, this is great. You've got your background. You've got a lot of guests. How, how is it? So I think it's great. Um, I've, I've been having so much fun with it and I just had a, um, by the time this is aired, th this other episode will be already be aired, but I just had a, uh, a really cool guest come on, um, yeah. Blake, Blake Stevenson. She's uh -huh. the president president of uh, Modern Luxury Magazine, and uh, that was very fun for her to come on and kind of um, you know talk about what she's doing and opportunities that may present itself with the podcast and stuff like that. So very very, cool. excited, very excited for that. Um, I got a lot of other big name people that are coming on. Um, you, you know, I say big name people that are. Um, so, uh, so Lisa Foils, mm -hmm. I don't know if that name rings a bell, yeah. but she'll be she'll be coming on to the podcast at some point. Um, got hooked up with her through a mutual friend, which was super cool. And never, I, I you know, I kind of to a degree remember who she is growing up because you know she was on all that Malcolm in the Middle, right. even right. Stevens, and uh, some of the stuff she's doing now is like pretty cool. She has this uh, YouTube channel. I think they have like close to six million subscribers. It's a Desk of Death Battle. Wow. And they do like scenarios of, um, you know, you got bat like who would win in a battle, Superman or Batman or whatever, or, right? You know, right. It's some and it's all animated. It's very cool, but uh, you know, um, it's fun, man. I'm having I'm having so much fun with it, and uh, you know, the whiskey is just kind of like the thing that I do <laughs> on here, and, with, you know, with Spider Man, with Spider Man. Yes, so it's it's been fun. I've been ha I've had some interesting people come on, and uh, you know I I've explained this before, but you know to everyone that hasn't heard it before is like the whole point of me actually even starting this podcast was because my fiance Courtney and, our, and my schedule were totally different when I first started. So like Monday I had I didn't work, so and she was working, and I was like you know I'd go bourbon hunting because that's my thing, and I'd come back home I'd be watching TV or you know doing stuff that wasn't productive. And I'm like, I've got, I have got to do something that right. st stimulates me mentally or, or just something productive. And I was like, let me start a podcast. And, you know, I had all this whiskey and I was like, let me kind of incorporate this in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, I'm not going to pretend like I'm some like sommelier or whatever, but right, like, I, do right. it, I, I do enjoy it. Um, so, and here we are today. But, it's good. Yeah, it's and and let me tell you the, there's like the difference between the way you do yours and the way I do mine is mine's, mine's a little bit more of a production. I would really enjoy at some point down the road being able to do a little more casual, kind of like how we're talking right now. This is awesome. This is great. Yeah. And and one thing that I have to do on mine is I've got to completely change my voice. If I'm not talking like this when I'm doing my podcast instead of just talking like this, yeah. then it's it's weird because – you know, like I said, it's a little more of a kind of a production than just a, a nice casual podcast. So I'm a little bit jealous 
that we get to just sit here and kind of chat and I get to use my normal voice and just kind of hang out. It's pretty awesome. You've got a good thing yeah. going. I appreciate that, man. Yeah, and you have like a very like radio voice. It's, yeah, not uh, not not right now, not talking like this, but like I said, every once in a while Crystal's like, You're doing your radio voice to me, and I'm like, I am. I'm like, so so tell me exactly what is it that made you and she's like, Yeah, that. And I'm like, uh, sorry. So sorry. <laughs> it just kicks in sometimes. I don't know why. <laughs> so so what do you have there? What are you drinking? Uh, so right now I am drinking what's called Timbercraft whiskey. Yeah. This is a company that's based in uh, Big Springs, Texas, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, it is uh, distilled in Indiana. So that is MGP, so Midwestern Grain Products. And um, I I uh, discovered these people at my local liquor store. Shout out to uh, Lucky Liquor. Scott, you're the man. Appreciate you, bud. Um I'd go in there and, you know, I, I saw this one day and he gave me a sample and I was like, this is actually pretty good. And I'm not like to a degree, I'm not a very big Texas whiskey guy, mm -hmm. but you know, I've had some Texas whiskeys and I'm like, eh, you know, it's, it's whatever. But you know, I've tried this and it was pretty good. I was like, holy shit. These people have some good stuff going on. And, right. um, uh, it's it's very good, and hmm. I don't really know what else to say about it. It's just really good. <laughs> and yeah, this it, is one of those moments where we just kind of sit here and think, now what am I going to say next? So What else am I going to say? <laughs> this ad is sponsored by Timbercraft Whiskey. So, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I have a question, So I and I don't know a whole lot about it. I only learned about this recently, but George Strait, you know George Strait, the country music yes. singer, Apparently he's affiliated with a label now, and I'm thinking that it's a whiskey. Do you know about that? There are a lot of different whiskeys that have a celebrity behind that brand, but mm -hmm. I'm—I want to say I have heard that that's a thing, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, um, I only recently heard that, and I haven't explored it enough yet. And I could be completely wrong, but it just seems like I saw George Strait. And like a whiskey label, a whiskey brand or something like that. And I was just wondering like, wow, did he start that? Or, you know, they just hire him and, you know, he's a, a like a, you know, a celebrity name to attach to it now or what? Uh, the only, now well, I want to say American Highway, but I don't think that's right. Because I think that is another country singer mm -hmm. that has a whiskey brand, but I mm -hmm. don't think that. I don't think that's right. I'm not sure. I have no idea. Well, I mean, honestly, country music, whiskey, I mean, it just kind of all works, right? Yeah. Whiskey Myers, baby. <laughs> it's awesomeness. <laughs> it's awesomeness. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. But, um, you, you know, like whiskey, it's crazy. Like how fast that I've accumulated my, my, uh, my collection. Cause like, I've always enjoyed whiskey. Right. But like, Whenever I lived in Tennessee, I was like, I was traveling for work. So I'd, mm -hmm. I'd go to, you know, Ohio. I came to Texas. I went to Florida, you know, wherever they need me to go. And, right. you know, I wasn't really like kind of buying bottles because I was always traveling. Right. And, and one thing that I did, obviously, once I got to Texas was like, all right, I'm going ham. I am going to buy every <laughs> bottle I can. So um, that's awesome. 
it's been it's been a fun adventure and i've met some pretty damn cool people through it and um yeah i'm excited to kind of see where this brings me so oh good that's awesome man so how many of these podcasts are you kicking out right now listen to me i'm even starting to talk in my podcast voice so how many of these podcast episodes are you actually doing right now Right now, I have, <laughs> I have about, so I, I, so I'll kick out one a week right now. Nice. Um, so with the algorithms, with the, I don't, I'm trying to learn uh, right. the algorithms and stuff like that right. as far as like when it's good to post right. certain things on YouTube, Spotify, Apple podcasts, mm -hmm. or what have you. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'll typically try to post them on Tuesdays because I feel yep. like that's kind of like whenever Tuesday's I. Tuesday's the, the big day. Yeah, so it is. Um, that's podcast Tuesday. I will get anywhere from two to four interviews every Sunday. Uh huh. And that's typically whenever I have the most time to do what we're doing right now. Wow. And that's a um, lot. That's a lot of content. Yeah, it, it is. And you know, that that's one thing that Courtney and I have talked about is like, hey, like I want to dedicate, you know, noon to four or whatever. To do to, to focus on the podcast if that's a problem let me know and that that's that's one thing that i've kind of not kind of i've talked about with courtney a lot is like making sure we're communicating about you know the little things as well sure because look if you're not communicating about the little things it can turn into big things whatever so absolutely but um yeah so i you know i post one one episode a week and try to get as much content as possible just in case in the future, I do have a lull or something. That way, I can be like, okay, I got so and so can post this this week. We're good right. to go. So, so how much backed up content do you have right now? Like, how many do you have sitting on the shelf, ready to go? How many episodes? So right now, I have five, five extra episodes just in case. That's good. That's awesome. So, I like it. But this hasn't happened. This only recently happened because I realized mm -hmm. like there were there were certain weekends where I was like. Man, I'm glad I had two that week because I've just been focusing on like one episode a week. And I'm like, right. Because I've, I've had, you know, schedules change, whatever. Mm -hmm. You know, people are going to cancel. It's happened. And I'm like, I was kind of like, well, I'm not going to have content for this week. So what am I going to do? So that's right. why I kind of so started have doing. So you, have you done, and I haven't seen one, so maybe you have not, but have you done any episodes just by yourself? No, I I feel like I'm not that interesting to, to, to make a video by myself. So it's like, who, the, who in the flip's going to listen to me right now? So, like, I am situationally, to a degree, kind of funny. But, like, I feel like if someone's just going to listen to me, like, it's like, why are you going to listen to me right now? I, gotcha. I don't think. Yeah. So I, I, awesome. I just can't do it. I can't. Have you yeah, done no, any episodes? Have you, got, uh, have you done? I have. I have. Yeah. And so all of the real estate ones I do by myself. So the big nationally syndicated show that I've been doing for years, that's a hundred percent me by myself. I think I may have had one or two guests on there over all the years. And that was just because of something rare, but this, uh, the new Solana radio.com that is completely, uh, that's, that's with someone at all times. And, uh, I know you've probably listened to it or at least some of the episodes. And, and so my twist on that is I'm, I'm presenting a very positive side of this community, but what I do is I do something funny or fun with each person each time. So they typically don't even know what I'm going to do. For example, the girl that does the, uh, the baking that I was talking about earlier, I literally brought out an easy bake oven towards the end of the, the podcast. And I said, you're so good at making cakes. Do you, do you think you could make one in an easy bake oven? She's like, oh, well, sure. 
And so I brought out the oven and gave her all the ingredients. She's like, you're kidding. We were literally going to do this. I'm like, you're going to do it right now. So just <laughs> stuff like that, you know? So I have fun. I took a, there's an attorney in town and he's got a very dry sense of humor. He's a great guy, just a all around great guy, but just a very dry sense of humor. So towards the end of that one, I pulled out this game called Girl Talk and it's like a little kid, little girl's game. And uh, I don't know. It's like, about, it's like yeah. truth or dare or something like that. And, and so he had to play girl talk. So if you can imagine this guy that basically has like a super dry sense of humor, all of a sudden playing a, an eight year old little girl's game called girl talk. So I, I always try to put some sort of a twist in it and make it kind of fun, especially towards the end. So I get the serious stuff out of the way and then we always have fun. Yeah, I can. So I'll I'll get pretty I'll get kind of serious on certain topics on here, but it's more so of like a you know I kind of have structure, but at the same time it's more of a or, like a f organic flowing conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Let's no, talk about whatever. Great. Sure, because so, because like I like structure, but at the same time, like my mind is just like <laughs> racing in so many different directions. It's yeah, like I understand. Yeah, and it, it's it's weird because like Courtney will be like, "Hey, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm just I'm thinking about this and that." She's like, "Are you like, are you mad?" I'm like, "No," but like, if for everyone that like actually knows me, like they'll know like I'm very stoic, mm -hmm. but also like I'm not I'm not pissed. I'm just like I'm I'm probably thinking about I don't know something random or whatever. Sure, my brain my brain's so weird. Yep, no, I understand. And the cool thing about a podcast. And, and the thing that's appealing to so many people is like right now it's you and I sitting here, but it, it's really not just you and I sitting here. There's, you know, maybe a hundred other people sitting here with us listening in on this conversation right now. That's, that's what it is. It's like getting to legally eavesdrop on two people talking. And that's, that's the appeal of it. It's just, it's interesting. They're, they didn't come here to learn anything today from Ron Lyons, but they came here to listen to our conversation. And so that's exactly what will happen. And I, and I think that's kind of the unique appeal of doing this is that people kind of get to legally sit here and kind of eavesdrop on our conversation without actually having to be present. I don't know how I feel about that. What if I wasn't wearing clothes? Well, that would be a different kind of podcast, and you'd probably <laughs> be able to monetize that very quickly. <laughs> I have not... been I've been thinking about creating an OnlyFans about selling my feet. <laughs> I want to sell my feet, sell some feet pictures. <laughs> And also, uh, I thought about making like little small shoes for my for my fingers, and kind of like, you know, if for everyone watching, I'm kind of like throw like you know, pretending like I'm walking across something, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I'm talking shit right now, but it's insane the amount of the, the amount of money that people make off of OnlyFans. I'm like, it holy is shit. It is. It is. If so, so if you naked and Spider Man, dude, I th like think I'm you sure got it made. There's somebody that would watch that. I know for sure. There are more people than you can imagine that would, because let me, let me just tell you this. There's a, a twisted little side story. So when I was the, the fitness guy, and so I'm a, I'm a master certified fitness specialist. I'm a nutritionist. I've got all these gyms. I've got all this stuff going on. And it was funny because periodically you would get a phone call from someone who would say, Hey, I want to hire you as my trainer. Okay. A lot of people do. That's great. And then we'd start our little talk about, you know, the commitment and, you know, how many times a week and where are we going to train in my gym or at your house? What are you looking for? And, and, and here's where it'd get weird. Like every so often, well, can you wear combat boots? 
can you train me without wearing your shirt? <laughs> okay. Can you be really mean to me? Can you boss me around? Would you mind pushing me around if I don't do what you say? <laughs> that's that's the ones where I would literally, at, at one in particular, I had a, a partner named Harold that uh, we both we both worked at the same gym. We were partners in this gym. And, and, and I literally said, hold on, I have the perfect person for you. And I was like, Harold, <laughs> this gentleman wants a personal training. And he was like, why are you not taking it? I was like, no, it's, it's definitely for you. So, <laughs> but in, in everything, so not just in, in right now with the only fans and all that, but I mean, it's already existed. All the, all the strange stuff has already been out there. I mean, I could have made a killing you know, doing weird training instead of normal training back in the day. There were enough people that had that, whatever that is. I don't know what that is, but you know, they, they, they want that, whatever, that weird twist on something. Yeah, no, that, that's totally true. And I mean, social media has just exposed what has already been there for sure. So, um, mm -hmm. I agree. It, it's, it's funny that you, uh, I was, I forget who I was talking to about this, but it, it wasn't um, actually you that was calling me back then. Was it? That wasn't you at wanting the training. Was it? What if it was, man? <laughs> I'm out of fitness now. I'm so sorry, but I, I could probably find Harold's phone number for you. <laughs> Text it to me. We'll be good to go. There you go. So, but no, so I was, um, I, so back whenever I lived in Tennessee, I went, I would religiously go to, the gym right my fit my favorite gym was the grid house that was mm -hmm. my home and um you know it was if nobody was in there i i would i would i take my shirt off because like it was just one of those gyms it wasn't a commercial gym just in, independently right. owned yep. if nobody was in there i'd take my shirt off if somebody would come in i would i would put my shirt back on to just right. you know, i don't want i don't want to be around people in a gym with my shirt off but right um so it was just known that like if you're in there by yourself cool take your shirt off whatever it was one of those places where, like, you know, it was hot as shit in the gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Good old sweat box gym. Yeah. So I remember one day, I, you know, I was working out. And it's crazy that I can remember this, but I was working out back. And I'm doing some, um, some rows with dumbbells. And I had my headphones in. And uh, typically, we would just have music blaring in the, on, the, uh, on the system. But for whatever reason, right. I had my headphones in. And they have one of those doors that you can, you know, you, whenever you open it, it dings, like ding, whatever. And right. um, I had my headphones in, so I didn't realize that somebody had walked in. So mm -hmm. I had my shirt off. And uh, it was this old guy. He comes up to me. He was, like, trying to get my attention. <laughs> and I'm, I still had my shirt off. I'm like, oh, shit, let me put my shirt on. He's like, oh, no, 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 don't worry about it. He's like, I actually wanted to talk to you about, like, your, your shirt being off. And he was like, so, back in the, back in the day... I was a Chippendale and I'm like, <laughs> long, long story short, this guy was trying to recruit me to be a Chippendale because he was still in business with them to oh, some man. sort of degree. And I'm like, I feel like I have to be on drugs to do that, sir. And I don't want to do that. So that's thank you. crazy. <laughs> yeah. So I have been recruited to go to be in Chippendales. To be in Chippendales. No. Yep. Yep. I think he may have been recruiting for something else too. You might've just kind of missed that undertone, but um I should have been in Boogie Nights, that movie. <laughs> if, 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 well, you've seen that, if you've seen that movie, everyone, you know what I'm talking about. You know about, exactly so. what he's talking about. We, I went one time to a country club for a tour of the gym 
Uh, they were wanting to completely revamp their gym and they needed basically to hire me as a consultant to come in and tell them how to set up a new gym, right? And this is a big country club in Dallas. So I go in and as we're walking through the, the director of the fitness men's, whatever, uh, recreation and whatnot, whatever he's taking me through and, uh, we're standing in the locker room and this, uh, this older gentleman with a really large belly and no clothes on comes walking up to us. <laughs> I literally, it was the hardest thing to keep a straight face, but he wanted to tell me all about everything the gym needed. And, I, and all I wanted to say was like, dude, please go put something on, get a towel. I don't care anything. Please don't stand here like this, this is awkward as hell right now. So yeah, dude, that's uh, a, yeah, old- still I'm traumatized from that still. Old men in the gym, in the locker room, have the most confidence of all time. It's, it's insane. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was 100%. He was like, look, you know, we, we, we just simply, there's not enough dumbbells in here, you know, if I'm in here. And, and I'm like, dude, your stuff is like all right there. Like, put something on, please. I can't listen to what you're saying. I, I can't focus. This is yeah. too weird. But yeah, and in and, and a really nice upscale place. And this guy was probably, you know, some executive, you know, making tons of money and driving the nicest BMW you've ever seen. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can work for you guys here. Not if the guys just walk up to you like this and want to chat, you know, <laughs> Yeah, that's I, I may super, be out. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. super awkward. That, that's happened to me so many times, like, like with so many different gyms. I just don't understand that. Amount, like, how can you have that amount of confidence? Like. Yeah, I'm pretty no. confident, but like, I'm not going to walk around and just talk to people butt ass <laughs> naked. Yeah, it, it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't work for me too well. I was like a little awkward there, but, um, yeah, gym life, right? Yeah. Gym life. Much. That's it one is. thing. I've, that's one thing I've been trying to get back into, which I have yeah. recently is get back in the gym. Good. Um, it Good. definitely, it definitely helps out a lot, man. Like mentally in every like, way. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yes. Absolutely. No, I agree a hundred percent. It's, it's really, you know, and these days, what's so funny now about social media is people will go out there and they'll start their, their new mission, right? Like they're fully dedicated and they, and they really are. They start off with every good intention and they're posting pictures and it's like, you know, day 20 and they're flexing and all that kind of stuff. And what's so bad is periodically they fall off the wagon, they get disconnected from the gym, life happens, whatever. And all of your people out there are just like, yeah. And they see that they see that you were like killing it. And every day you were the gym person and now not. So that's the bad thing about social media now with like going to the gym and stuff is if you're going to go out there and you're going to post all that stuff and really make a statement and you're like fully committed and stuff, you better really be because everyone's watching now. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt, man. Like, and so one thing I've tried to work on a lot is, so I, it's very normal nowadays just because we have smartphones and it's very easy to, you know, get on social media. Just, you know, I wake up, let me see who liked my shit on social media today. Like that's one <laughs> thing I tried not to do when I right. wake up, right. but it's just like a, it's that like, that like serotonin that hits you as soon as you like, Oh, I got a like on whatever. Right. And, right. um, 
that's one thing that I've tried not to do so much. Mm-hmm. And like, if I feel like I'm, you know, I got something good going on with like, let's say the podcast mm-hmm. or whatever, I don't want to like post about it and like preemptively like set myself up for failure right. or whatever. So, yep. but yep. you know, cause social media is like a big highlight reel and I don't like that. I don't, I don't really like that too much. And that brings me to my next thing is like, and I, I have talked about this for the last like 10 episodes but I think it's something that's like definitely needs to be talked about in regards to like specifically men is, is, um, you know, mental health. Like I'm not trying to get deep or anything like that, but like, that's <laughs> one thing that I feel like people need to talk about more is, you know, talking about your emotions if you're a man or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, right. And again, remember I told you my brain goes weird places, man. <laughs> it, it, here's the thing. Less than two minutes ago, we were talking about naked guys in the locker room. Now we're talking about men's mental health. And in a little bit before that, <laughs> yeah, I get it. So. I get it. No, no, you're right. You're right on. And and I dealt a lot with that in law enforcement because, you know, like, well, honestly, from my first day on the job, when I, when I actually went out my very first day, I was like exposed to a traumatic deal, like on day one. And I really questioned after, and did I really want to do this job now? You know, and you're, you're a cop, you're supposed to be tough and suck all that up and everything. And over all these years, you see all of this stuff, people at their worst, you know, from vehicular accidents to, you know, all this stuff, a lot of bad stuff. And over time, you, you know, you have to deal with that at some point. You have to deal with that at some point. So yeah, I think it's a I think it's a critical thing in the world right now. So that's that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not I'm not a doctor, everybody, but it's good to talk about. But you do play one on TV. Yes, uh, I was right hand man of um, a house. I was his mm-hmm. bitch. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. And and, and now you have a, uh, uh, um, a Spider-Man hanging behind you. So, you know, yeah, it's all good. It's come full circle. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, okay. I know you, so you talked about being in, in, uh, you know, law enforcement for, uh, remind me, how long were you a police officer? Mm, about 12 years. Okay. So Courtney had mentioned to me that you had a, uh, canine. Mm-hmm. Is that right? I did. That's dude, correct, dude. How 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 was that? That that's super it was interesting. The best thing ever because when you're riding out, well, like if you're in law enforcement, you have a partner in general. I mean, you you just get so connected because your life depends on each other and that sort of thing. And I'm talking about like a human partner, but when you have a dog in the car with you, and you know, back in those days, we had a little remote. It was just like a key fob, just like you have for cars now. And you'd push a button, back door pop open. And if that doc back door popped open, that dog knew to come out and to come out, you know, ready for business. So you always knew like on a traffic stop and I had a drug dog. So there's bite dogs and drug dogs and then cross trained. So I had a drug detection dog with cross training and the bite work. Okay. So riding around eight hours, 10 hours at a time you know, late nights doing all this stuff and then occasionally getting into the shit, so to speak. And you have to hit that button. Boom. You hear that dog barking and here he comes big giant German shepherd and, and saves your ass a couple of times. You get very, very, very connected 
to that dog, you know? And, and I was kind of funny because, you know, you, they, they like to train these dogs with German words, German commands and stuff like that. So then other people can't use, you know, the same, like sit, heal, stuff like that. The dog wouldn't respond to that. Yeah. If you're a bad guy and you scream, you know, heal, the dog's not going to stop. And I thought it'd be kind of fun. They did let you choose whatever word you wanted. I thought it'd be fun. And instead of like, go find it, find it. Instead of that, I always, my, my keyword to make my dog know that he was supposed to be looking for drugs was let's party. So oh I, my God. I'd get out on a, I'd be out on a traffic stop and I'd look at my dog and he, of course he's all obedient and he's sitting there, you know, all muscled up waiting to go. And I'd be like, Maverick, let's party. Boom. You know, it was awesome, dude. It was, it was the best ever. That's a badass name, Maverick. Yep. I just yep. had a god. I just had a guy that came on the podcast, and his name's Maverick. That's a very. Oh, wow. It's ma- a very masculine name. It is. It yeah. really is. It, it oh, is. Oh, it's funny because the guy. The, so the guy that came on, his so name was Maverick, and he trademarked himself as the Milf Whisperer. He he <laughs> he's a uh, an online personal training college coach that exclusively trains females and he he's definitely um got something going for him he's got a certain type of niche so yeah yeah i would say so (laughs) yeah be kind of tough to have any real deep meaningful relationships i'm guessing if that's who if, if your product is you and that's your that's your market it'd be really really hard if i'm a uh, somebody wanting to be in a relationship with him to like feel like very confident in that relationship, you know, dude. That's that that's crazy that you bring that up because you know during during the interview he actually talked about um you know how his last two or three whatever relationships kind of like went downhill mm-hmm. and it was solely because of what he had done and he was very mm-hmm. aware of that, mm-hmm. which you know so I I thought that was good that he was not like having a victim a victim's uh, right mentality. right mentality yep and um that's yeah that's interesting that you bring that up so yeah well can you imagine what if you were dating someone and she's like hey i'm i'm the you know i'm i'm a i'm a female trainer i'm attractive and all i do is train men and <laughs> as a matter of fact i mean you'd be like uh no no yeah, sorry yeah nope. no can't do it i mean that's great and you know, go chase your dreams and stuff if that's your dreams, but I can't be a part of that. No, no. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a, it's uh what he's got going on is super cool, but yeah, uh-huh. when it comes when it comes to relationships, uh mm-hmm. it'd be rough. It could be challenging for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say it's challenging enough just being a trainer having a relationship because you know, you you in in my case, um you you do typically have a predominantly female clientele. And you're cool with all the guys, but you're like the support system and the psychologist and the, all that stuff to most of the women and where they're not getting compliments at home from their husband, but you're in the gym saying, Hey, you're looking great. You know, oh my gosh, look at your legs. You're really coming along. You're doing awesome. You're going to be so hot when you're, you know, you knock this, you know, get through the next two months. You're going to be amazing. And you start doing that before you know it, they start kind of leaning more towards and despising and moving away from their relationship with whoever they're supposed to be with the relationship. And it's, so that's why there's so much cliche stuff with trainers, right? Because, yeah. you know, the environment is just kind of rich for that. I like your, I like how hot your body is. Let me 
pour some ice cream. <laughs> Let me dump some ice cream on that and lick it off, big boy. <laughs> See, you've got all these great ideas. You you don't need to be doing a podcast. You need to go out there and do all that. Yeah, there's so many different spots here in Dallas that I can go work at instead of where I'm at right now. So I'm like, do I need to still keep making sure people get their packages off of Amazon? I don't know. I don't know. Karen, do you still need to keep ordering your shit? I don't know. We'll see. That's awesome. Know, Awesomeness. Yeah. <laughs> so coming back to realty. Um, have you gotten into the Airbnb market at all? Is that a so, thing that's in Salina? Well, yes, uh, a little bit. So remember, we're only 20,000 strong right now, but we, um, when I say we, me and Crystal actually have a little property that I think that's what we're going to do with. So we got this, you know, uh, 100 year old property. It's got the little columns out front. It's like a craftsman style cottage. It's, it's an amazing house. And it's got a lot of history with it and that sort of thing. And it's located in a place where within the next 10 years, the big giant new city hall and all of that stuff's going to be relocated over. And it's just going to be sitting on the doorstep of this property. But for right now, it's a little bit off of the downtown square. So it just kind of lends itself perfectly to being an Airbnb. So we're literally about to launch into that right now for the first time. So I don't know a whole lot about it. But um, the house is actually kind of in progress right now. We've got someone working on it. Uh, an architect's already done all of the renderings and kind of redesigned everything. So, yeah, we're about to uh, – I'm about to learn a lot about that. Okay, that's cool, man. So you said it was a 100-year-old property. Has it anybody is. been murdered there? <laughs> no, not to my knowledge. Like I said, there is history, but it's all good history. Now, okay. I, I have another house up here. And after we'd gone through the whole process and we were already on the hook buying the house, the whole nine yards, it's also over a hundred years old and it's got this really big wide front door and we're standing out there one day, like I said, we're already on the hook for it. There's no backing out now. And the homeowner said, by the way, do you know why that front door is so wide? And we were like, mm -mm, why? That's interesting. It It is. It's really wide. She's like, this used to be uh where they would put bodies for viewings when they didn't have a uh, a funeral home in town. So this is where you would come to this house and look at and do your uh, your viewings in the casket and the the door so wide to get the caskets in. That is creepy. Yeah. So I'm kind of thinking. Yeah. It's but it's a cool house, man. It's super cool. I don't know if that who knows if that story is actually true. Somebody may have just stuck a wide door on the house at some point, but you know, she's like, ha ha, I'm gonna tell them this. And you know, but uh yeah, you need to come up and hang out one night. We'll just go over there and do a 3 a.m. uh <laughs> ghost story YouTube video. No, we'll do a podcast from the house, 3 a.m. in the morning, no lights battery operated everything and we'll just see what we hear and see what we see I'm, what do you think i'm i'm so down for that dude i think that'd be awesome that'd yes. be fantastic that's that yeah. kind of stuff is super popular so why not so and i feel like like that kind of creepy horror kind of market would be and correct me if i'm wrong i don't really know salina that well because you've been there since what forever not the, the 90s or whatever yeah 93 so, yeah um I mean, is that like a big market in that area? Is like kind of like that horror type 
I don't think so, no. but I think that the some of the properties because Salina is you know has been here for so long and the homes are just very well preserved and 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 all of that. I I think that I think that you actually have the ability to go in and do some stuff like that, like create some videos and see if there's any weird sounds or weird, you know, oh my gosh, it just got cold in here. You know how those those things go. And, uh, but because there are so many of those, you know, old 1920 and earlier homes, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that like, that kind of reminds me of, um, there, uh, so are there like colonial style houses in Solana at all? They're, they're more of the craftsman type, which the, it looks very colonially inspired, meaning there's the columns and a lot of them are two story and that sort of thing, but they're, but they're not true colonials, but they're, but they're colonially inspired, um, craftsman style homes. Okay. Yeah. Cause that, that just reminds me of like whenever Courtney and I went to, uh, Charleston, South Carolina, she brought me back there, uh, well, what was it November of this past year? And originally I'm from New Orleans and that's just like, it's very similar. And, uh, you know, that we, we took a, a little ghost tour and it was kind of, it was oh, cheesy. Yeah. It was cheesy, yeah, yeah. but it, it was still fun. So I, I've I always, that's been, awesome. I think that's yeah. fantastic. That'd be super yeah. cool. Yeah. I've I love been, stuff like that. Yes, me too. So, so I've got, I have a complete setup that is a hundred percent non-dependent on electricity it's all all run off of batteries and i can put up to four mics on it um i think we really need to do that you need to come up and we'll plan some night um and we'll do like a you know like in the middle of the night i don't know 12 1 2 a.m in this house turn off all the lights kill all the power and literally just sit there and talk about what we hear because even when i'm in there in the middle of the day like you hear stuff it's an old house yeah so you do know? you wait? Okay, all right. Are you talking shit, or do you really have this equipment to do that? No, I really have it. I literally most of my podcast episodes are done mobile, so all of that gear and stuff. I have a big, a big gear bag, and it's got all this stuff in it. So, like for today, this this little thing you see right here, this is all just throw together stuff. This is, I don't know, like whatever mic I grabbed first, the boom arm, the pop filter. It's just whatever I grabbed out of the bag and it's all mobile stuff. It's all ready to go out on the road and needs zero power. Did we just become ghost hunters? <laughs> Maybe for one episode. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after that episode, they're like, you're fucking canceled. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or, or I'm going to be standing there and you're going to be like, uh, and the lights are going to come on. I'm going to be like, bro and you're gonna be like what i thought we were doing this naked i'm gonna be like no <laughs> you're like oh i mixed up two things that's right sorry i'll put yeah whoops have you so have you seen you've seen borat right oh yeah yeah okay so do you remember that like um i don't know what you would call it but it's like a g-string but like uh yes, like overall yes yes, yes. okay well i'm i'm, so I'm giving that is that your new ghost hunting uniform? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm going to tell a story to everybody that no one has ever heard before besides a select few people. Why does it have to be on the show I'm on? I won't tell it. <laughs> no, please do. <laughs> okay. I'll tell it. So why does it have to be on the show you're on? I don't know. It just feels right. It so, just it just fits. It, it definitely fits. So... <laughs> um, <laughs> 
I was still living in Tennessee at this time, and I thought it would be a good idea to buy the Borat <laughs> G-string overall <laughs> outfit that's neon green. If everybody that's watching and listening can understand what I'm talking about, if you've seen Borat, you know exactly what I'm talking uh, about. So I thought it would be funny um, after about a million different types of um, spirits and beers and what have you. <laughs> to um it was around fourth of july by the way so if you understand where i'm going um we're at a buddy's house and in the closer to the the creek that was in the backyard he has his caretaker and his wife and i'm wearing this neon green horrible (laughs) borat outfit which is not really an outfit it's floss um and we go back there we have some bottle rockets and i'm like hey let's go wake up i can't remember the guy's name let's go wake up so and so but let's do it by shooting bottle rockets out of my ass (laughs) so long story short i wore that outfit and shot some bottle rockets out of my bunghole and um yeah that was interesting (laughs) <laughs> sorry courtney if you're listening to this i'm so sorry just the visual on that alone makes me wish i had anything right now besides a, a ginger ale <laughs> oh my god that's crazy <laughs> yeah I, dude i just i that's I'm awesome a, now now like i'm more of a guy that's like i want to be home by eight and yeah in bed, yeah in bed by nine but right like, right like Back then, dude, I did some stupid stuff, and yeah. it was it was fun. Would I do it again? Probably not, but <laughs> some good times. I I have a friend of mine who has had a really really good career in law enforcement. <laughs> He's gone far. He's gone very far. But I remember going back in time, and he, he was peeing his name on one of those nights, similar to what you were just talking about. Oh yeah peeing his name on the back of a convenience store that we were behind. And as we're doing that around the corner comes a couple of cops. And of course they're like, Hey, stop that right now. You know? And he literally holds his hand up like this, like, hold on. And says, I've got to dot the eye <laughs> and peed one more <laughs> little bit out. And they couldn't tackle him fast enough for being such a smart ass, but, but <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Okay. I mean, I wasn't the one actually dotting the I and my name on the back of a building, but, or shooting bottle rockets out of my butt, but I, I, but I get it. I get it. We've all done that stuff in one form or another. And if you haven't, you missed out. Right. I mean, that's part yeah. of growing up. It's part yeah. of being a guy. It's good yeah. stuff. I still remember my first beer and mom, if you're listening to this, you're getting ready to hear a story you've never heard before. So I remember when it was probably eh, two or three years after we moved to Tennessee, because we were originally from new Orleans, right? Dislocated to Tennessee uh, because of Katrina. Right. And, um, my dad is the biggest fan of Budweiser. Yeah, and I am so surprised that Budweiser, the king of beers, has not <laughs> sponsored my dad because of the amount of beers that he's drank. He has drank. Right. So, uh, I my parents were home. I, you know, it may have been the weekend, 
some random day during the week. I don't remember. I think I was like maybe 15, whatever. Uh-huh. I was a sophomore in high school, may have been in junior. I don't know, but I was in high school nonetheless. And so I'm going through the fridge. I'm like, I want something to eat. I'm a growing boy. And I'm like, I see those beers and I'm like, Budweiser. Mm-hmm. I wonder how that tastes. Right? Let's go ahead and try some of that. <laughs> and in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, my dad's got a 12 pack. Uh-huh. He's going to count how many beers he has. I was totally wrong. He didn't count. He just, whatever. Right. And so I, I take a sip and I'm like, what? Why is this even a thing? Why do you mm-hmm. like this? And I, exactly. poured, I, poured, I poured it down the drain. And, and like, in my mind, I'm thinking, my dad's going to know exactly how many beers he drank. <laughs> I'm going up to my room. I'm going to hide it in my, in, my, uh, in my closet. I hid it in my closet. And I think I remember when, when we moved out. My mom saw the beer can and was like, why is there a Budweiser beer can in your closet? And I'm like, I don't know. So that's the story of whenever I had my first beer, ladies and gentlemen. So I was at the State Fair of Texas, and it was one of those weird, because, you know, State Fair happens, like, technically in the cooler months, right? So I'm at the, I'm at the State Fair, and I'm 11. And we're walking around, coming out of the automobile building or whatever. And it's one of those odd, super hot fair days that don't happen that often. And it was like stupid hot. And I was dying and I wanted a drink. And my dad has a Michelob in a plastic glass and it's got a big giant foam top on it. And I was like, God, that looks so good. And so I just, you know, being the brilliant 11 year old that I was, I said, dad, can I have some of that? And he was like, no, you you may not. And I was like, come on, dad, I'm 11. (laughs) And he was like, well, in that case, here you go. And he gave it to me and he was like, take a big drink. And I was like, okay. I felt so manly. Boy, I turned that Michelob up. Biggest mistake that I'd ever made in my 11 years of life. It tasted so bad and it was so hot outside. I was so hot. You know what it's like drinking beer? Like when you're super hot, like it, it doesn't always land just right. No. And especially if you've never had it before, it, it literally tasted like ass. And, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm, and I'm drinking this and he's like, Oh no, have some more. And I'm like, uh, uh-uh. and I'm like spitting it out. He's like, Nope, drink some more. <laughs> and so that he, he cured me of my desire to have beer until I was well past double that age. I didn't want it. I had no desire to have it because all I could remember was how bad it was when I was 11 years old. That is a, that's a good dad right there. It's it kind of reminds me of like, you know, if a parent's like trying to micromanage, if you mm-hmm, will, like mm-hmm. don't do drugs mm-hmm. or like you could have the parent that's like, you know, I'm not going to stop you from trying this weed or trying this psilocybin or whatever mushrooms, <laughs> but if you do it, please be careful. So I think that's, that's pretty cool. I- yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. I know. It, it, and that's, that's old school parenting because now I don't know. I don't know how it'd be now, but it's, you don't see that anymore. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that kind of, that kind of parenting to me is kind of gone. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't like, I mean, obviously I have no kids, but I definitely do think like if you're going to beat your kids, you're probably going to go to jail for about 500 years nowadays. Yeah. 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 But But um, back in the day, that was like a thing. It was like your coach would, 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 you know, whip your butt. 
your yeah. dad. I mean, anybody, any man in your life, whip your ass. And it, when it was deserved and, and that, and it was just, that was how it was. It's like, you better not, if you go to school and get licks at school, you come home, you're getting more, you know? So, yeah, for sure. So, okay. So this is a story that kind of has to do with what we're talking about, but are you familiar with, uh, F is for family? No. What's that? You know who Bill Burr is, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so Bill Burr has a adult um, cartoon show called mm-hmm. F is for Family. Okay, and it's, okay. It's, it's based on his um, childhood. Okay. And the voice of his dad is himself, and he has this <laughs> thing that, excuse me, he'll kind of have this, like, this. I don't know if it's a catchphrase or whatever, but it's just it's this thing that he says that he'll say to his kids is like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking throw you through that wall. <laughs> and he kind of, the whole, the whole point of the show is to kind of talk about like, you know, his whole childhood and like why he is the way he is today because right. of society and his parents. Right. And um, I yeah. So it, the dynamic of how it used to be versus now is, yes, it's very, it's, it's very, completely it's totally different. different. Well, yeah. when I was, when I was in law enforcement and i got called to school one day and apparently one kid had pushed another kid and so i was called to the school and i went in and and i i generally didn't answer calls like that so i was fairly unfamiliar with this you know practice you you had school resource officers in the schools and they generally handle all that stuff but for whatever reason there wasn't one that day and i went in there and i was like so what's going on and they were like well this boy right here pushed that boy i was like okay they were like, well, you need to arrest him. And I was like, for what? They're like, because he pushed him. And I was like, you want me to take him to juvenile detention because he pushed another kid in school? I was like, is there a principal here? And they were like, well, yeah. I was like, any coaches? And they were like, well, yeah. I was like, can they do something about this? Like, can they maybe like battle him or, you know, like have a good, talk with him or something like that like do we really need to go to jail or like that is policy now and i was like so did the other kid get injured they're like well no it wasn't a very hard push or anything And i was like this is crazy this is where we're at like uh uh you know boys being boys so to speak and not even really in any dramatic way and and, and now this kid's going to juvenile because that's that's where we're at now it's it's just crazy back in my day it would have been like First of all, it would have been probably a real fight. Second of all, there would have been a coach or somebody grab a hold of both of us and make us regret the day that we ever thought about fighting or the principal. And then even more when we got home, but never in my imagination would I go to jail for fighting at school. No, that's, I, I've, I mean, unless you like severely harm somebody or killed someone. Yes. But like get into a fight like that. No. Or how about just uh, assault by contact, which is what that is. Just basically a, a, a push, a push. That's a little, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So, but that's, you know, that's the progression of the way that so many things have changed from when I grew up versus, you know, now it's, it's, it's very different. Yeah. So sometimes maybe probably better, obviously. And other times maybe not quite as good. No. I didn't really have like a very like confrontational like career in high school. So like I was 
typically pretty okay with everybody around me. I've seen some <laughs> fights here and there, but like, yeah, no. If I ever got into a fight myself, I don't know how that would go. I'm a pretty big boy, but like, I kind of would. I would probably feel bad for the other person. I, right. I'm not gonna pretend like I'm trained in combat, but like, I can take care of myself just fine. Uh-huh. But. Uh-huh. If I was in high school if I, and, I, and I got into a fight, I feel like I probably got my ass beat because, I, dude, I was a fucking string bean. It was bad. Uh, yeah. Well, and I, well. I ate everything that was in front of me, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Just those genetics. Yeah. That that yogurt, cheese balls, Hawaiian punch, and hot pockets, you know, <laughs> it helped, but not really too much. Yep. Yep. I understand. I understand. I appreciate you getting on, my man. Um, I got one last thing before we end this is, uh, so if anyone wants to listen to your podcast or watch it, I don't know if you're on YouTube or whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, YouTube also. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if someone did want to uh, tune in, how would they do that? Salinaradio.com. And I'm, I'm on all the stuff, all the same things, you know, uh, Apple Podcasts and all, and all of those things as well. So, But Salina Radio is going to get you to... Um, any of those uh, podcast sites or salinaradio.com will take you to the website and all the episodes are you know uploaded on there as well. Okay, cool. All right, y'all heard it here. So until next time, everybody, peace. <laughs>